Guys, welcome to Nathan Cage Interview Podcast. Today I've got Salah Khalifa from North London on the couch. We're going to be discussing all things to do about being a three-time world champion, two K, two times UK Fighter of the Year, and two times British champion. If you've got any questions for Salah, drop them below. Send me an email. Follow him on Instagram. His content is brilliant at the moment. It's really inspiring. But today it's all about finding out about his story, about growing up in Northwest London, um, and how it, you know, what it takes mentally and physically to become a world champion. Salah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This this is amazing. Really cool setup. Have you seen um, Have you seen any other podcasts? Have um, you seen I've seen a, a few on Instagram. Yeah, no full ones, but just like you know snippets. Yeah, really cool. Really inspiring stuff, man. Like amazing. It's such a pleasure to be a part of it. No, pleasure's all mine. Um, so a few of the guys have had questions, and, and let's just start off all, like the, the questions that these guys want to know is all about being a world champion and everything else, but mm. I want to get to the root of things, yeah. um, and I want to find out a little bit more about you and about where you were brought up, how you were brought up, you know, what was it like growing up as a child? Cool, yeah. Um, born and raised in London. Um, I'm a London boy. You know, this city is, is amazing. I'm very, very grateful for what it's, um, you know, done for me, so I will always represent London no matter what. Um, so yeah, I grew up in the Edgware area um, and I went to the Edgware school, um, it became London Academy, uh, that's where it all started. I got into a bit of trouble, as you do as a, as a kid, you know, you're bored, uh, you've not got that many role models, you know. Well, and, talk about, so you sort of got into trouble, what sort of yeah, trouble so you Yeah, I was just into? fighting on the street. Uh, I wanted, you know, some action in my life, um, just fighting on the street, fighting at school. Serious, like yeah, proper yeah, yeah. fighting. Yeah, proper Not, fighting. No. You talk about scuffs with kids, or yeah, you... well, like you know, it started off with you know proving yourself at school. You know, you're a man. You want to be kind of um, respected and recognised. So you, you know, you know, I just picked on the biggest guy in my class, and you know, it all went downhill for him. <laughs> were, you, were, you bully, were you ever bullied um, as a child? To be honest with you, so growing up, I mean, when I when I first went into into school, you know, year seven, year eight, um, I I wouldn't say I was bullied, but you know, I, I wasn't very popular. Yeah, you know, I was just your average. Nothing about me was was wow. You know, I wasn't big. I wasn't um, small. small. I mm. wasn't anything. You know, so it was. Just, I was just you know blended in. Um, so yeah, I thought you know I wanted to make a name for myself. I wanted some respect, um, as you do growing up. Uh, so yeah, I, you got got into trouble, and then after you started having fights with other schools. So it was like your crew against another school. Oh wow! Yeah, so it yeah, became yeah. a bit of a, like a gang warfare. Yeah, and yeah, how yeah. old are we? This. This At is this uh, I don't know, 14, 15. Okay, so quite an impressionable time of your life exactly. where you know, it's, you know, you're becoming a young man. Exactly. So, I mean, in terms of these fights, was it bringing police to the house or? Yeah, so obviously, you know, you'd, first of all, the police would come to the school um, which at, at them days it was, you know, you, oh wow, like the police came and picked up Sal, you know, he's, wow, he must be doing something or it was kind of exciting. Um, was, it, was it bragging rights at school? Definitely. Definitely. Um, so yeah, that's how it kind of started off, and then it kind of got a little bit out of hand. Um, the fights got too big; too many people got involved. Um, you know, police started coming home. You know, I started giving my parents grief and worried, worried them. Um, and my my father thought it would be a great idea for me to, you know, go into a gym. And he said, you know, you're not getting anything but hurting other people and hurting yourself on the streets. You should, you know, why don't you actually get something out of it? Um, you know, discipline, respect. You know, you could also possibly get paid if you're any good. Um, so it was a challenge for me. It was a challenge. So your father actually encouraged you to get into to fighting? Definitely. Not um, I mean fighting in the street, but definitely. fighting in the gym? Yes, most, most definitely. Um, and, you know, back in them days, I just looked at it as it is saying, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I get to fight and get paid for it. But my dad, obviously, having the experience that he does, knew that it would teach me um, a lot of resilience, you know, loads of respect and, and discipline. 
Um, especially he didn't put me into any gym. It was a Muay Thai gym and that's very, very known for, you know, its discipline. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just going back to fighting as a child, I'm sorry to bring this up because I, cool, I remember fighting as a kid yeah, and I was, I was pretty strong because I remember getting hit once or twice and yeah. then just seeing red. You know what? Let me tell you something. I lost my first fight and that is what done it for me because, um, you know, when, I, when I, I was like, wow, I actually don't know how to fight, looking all good and, you know, pushing people is, is actually no good. So the first fight I had, I lost and I thought, wow, that, that's never going to happen again. So it was, you know, the, the biggest lesson for me. And I said, I'm never going to let that ever happen again. And, and I don't think I ever lost a fight after. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty so serious. It, it is pretty serious. And if I didn't have that first fight, you know, God knows. So you were the go-to kid at school? Uh, yeah, I would say that. I would yeah? say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone was bullying you, you know, charge them 20 quid. And Did you ever bully anyone? Um, no, no, I was always against bullying. To be honest with you, um, it's, it's crazy because... Because I had that about me, I always attracted trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's, because I attracted the trouble, it was always some other idiot that wanted to fight or was, was no good, just like myself. So it was never someone who was just minding their own business. And I was very, very against bullying. I mean, if you wanted trouble, then cool, we can have trouble. But if not, I wouldn't go near you. And Wow, so, OK. That's, yeah. that's I, I was very, very, very against bullying. I, I don't know. I was against bullying. I'm very against using weapons and knives. It was all, you know, fist fights and and stuff like that, so. The beautiful art of fighting. Yeah. It can yeah, be beautiful, crazy. can't it, can. it? It definitely can. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, you know, very rare occasions people get really, really hurt, but most of the time it's just, you know, a few bruises and black eyes, as you can see, and that's yeah. it. So, you started fighting, you started going to the gym, what, 15, 16? Yes, yes. Um, what it say, so you started doing Muay Thai, what Went into the gym, it was amazing. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Some of these guys just looked so normal, just so, you know, normal guys off the streets that I, I believed that I could probably beat up and then little did I know, the minute they put their gloves on, it was a whole different world, like crazy. The endurance, the stamina, the discipline, you know, the, the crazy shouting, it's, it was out of this world and I couldn't believe it. So for the first few days, it's like, you know, I got beaten up and I got like, I wasn't such a big deal. Did it knock thought, your confidence? Um, you know what, it didn't. I'm very, very stubborn. I thought, you know what, I'm gonna keep at it until I become good. I said, when I stepped into that gym and looking at all the pictures of, you know, the champions and I said, I will not leave this gym until I have my picture on the Ah, amazing. Like, for real. You can tell me if like, it's up yeah. there later. It, it definitely is, man. Is it amazing? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, respect. So, you know, it's one of them ones and, you know, I think I'm the first multiple world champion to come out of the gym. That's amazing. Yeah. Tell me something, what is Muay Thai? Because I've got a few friends that I know that do Muay Thai and I still don't know what it means. Like, yeah. what is it? Muay Thai, Mai Thai, Mu Thai, there's plenty of yeah. different names for it. But Muay Thai is the... Um, it's the art of eight limbs. So it's a martial art that originated in Asia. Um, mm. I don't want to say Thailand because some people would say it didn't originate in Thailand. Fair enough. Um, but it's, you know, it was used back in the day in the war. You can use your fists, your elbows, your knees and your legs. So it's pretty cool. You know, um, it's everything, anything goes, obviously no groin, no groin strikes um, and you can trip, but nothing, nothing happens on the floor. I noticed that. So I read that you dislocated your shoulder. I did, my first ever fight. And then you became a kicker. Yes. So you, you, you know, use that. I, I think kicking's much better anyway. Yeah, like, your legs I, are stronger than your uh, arms. Absolutely. So, yeah. Anyway, but I'll come back to something else later. But, so you become a kicker. And I yeah. noticed that you've got a nice little trick. As soon as they kick you, you trip them. Oh, that's a really good one. One of my favourites. It's I really like hard to do. Is yeah, it really? Because you have to kind of like, kind of pre-empty, you know, so, you, oh, he might kick now and then you'll go for it. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. But yeah, as your experience grows, you get much better. It's my favourite thing to do. So your first fight. You First fight, it. obviously, I went from fighting in the street to fighting in the ring, no matter what. Like, even I put all this training in, I tried to change my technique, but the minute I stepped in there and the adrenaline kicked in, I just wanted to bang. Yeah. And I just wanted to go sw swimming. 
swinging punches, swinging punches. Uh, we got into the clinch, dislocated my shoulder. Um, obviously, the fight was no contest because of the injury. Um, and then, being stubborn, stepping out of the ring, I kept telling the doctor to try and put it back in once. Tried back in twice. I think he tried like four times. And, you know, he destroyed everything around the joint. So it, you know, then uh, a few months later, I went to get it MRI'd. Um, you know, big up to the NHS. It only took them a few months. Uh, you know, great MRIs and stuff. And they said, yeah, you know, it was damaged. They had to do keyhole surgery and um, staple some stuff back in together. Uh, doctor said I'd never be able to fight again because he said everything was like stretched. Um, but I took the rehab very, very, very seriously. And I did everything down to the T. Yeah. Like, I took it very seriously because, uh, you know, typical fighter mentality. You tell me I can't do it, I will prove you wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, done rehab amazing. And, uh, yeah, became a kicker. I had a mental block for years. Like, literally years. I just couldn't use my hands. Wow. So I, I then had to, you know, become better at kicking. And, you know, if that never had happened, God knows what kind of style I would have now. Um, so, yeah, did loads of kicking, became a kicker. Um, and then eventually, you know, did some, some more work on my hands. And, and, you know, as we'll probably talk about later, I even managed to have a boxing fight. Yeah. And I never, ever thought that would, be, would, would happen. Which is crazy. Yeah. So, talk to you about rehab. So, rehab is really important. And a lot right. of guys that I know and that speak to on a daily basis because of the gym, mm -hmm. um, don't take their rehab seriously. Not, and yeah. it's, you know, they think, you know, from a football injury, when I used to play football, all the guys that I used to know were like, nah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Rehab, how important is rehab? It's very important. It's like when you're driving, you know, you don't want to jump gears because it, it'll take you longer to reach that speed. Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to do the right rehab properly once so you never have to do it again. Like I've got a guy who dislocated, one of my friends dislocated his shoulder a year after me or two. And up until today, it's still popping out, left, right and centre, and he's had to retire. Such you a know, shame. It is such a shame. So I, I would have been in the same boat if I didn't do the rehab properly. It's very, very important. I mean, it's less, it will take um, long at the beginning, but in the long run, you know, yeah. this fighting and, and being an athlete is a chess game. It's not checkers. You have to think of three, four, five moves ahead. And if you want to be the best, you want to get the world titles, then you will have to do it properly now so it won't affect you later. And that's how I thought of it because I really, really was determined to prove the doctor wrong, to prove myself right and to, you know, really, really, you know, take it as, as far as I can. So yeah. I thought, let me do it properly now. Um, and it was boring. It was very painful. But, you know, and thanks to God, it's, it's never given me problems since. So on the comeback from your first loss, from yes. your first fight you lost, did you, your second fight? Yeah, second fight was, uh, was great. It was, I, I won, um, but I didn't do great. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of kicking. And, you know, my uh, coaches were like, you need to use your hands with your legs. And it just wasn't working. You know, kicking was amazing. You know, I think my third fight, I knocked the opponent out with a head kick, which was great. But, you know, there was just something missing. There was always something missing, nothing missing, which was also good because I had stuff to work on when I got back to the gym. Yeah. It's ongoing learning. It's ongoing improvement. Do you believe in that? Definitely, most definitely. I mean, you can never become the, uh, the final product. I mean, even the greats. It's always ongoing learning. It's always getting better. It's always tweaking this. It's always tweaking that. And at the same time, which I think now makes me a cut above the rest, is the mental, mental side of things, you know. Um, I was always, you know, oh, I've got to get better, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. But obviously what your, um, you know, what the mental side um, decides is going to happen, your body will just follow. It's not the other way around. People think if my body looks good, then, you know, I'm going to be strong and everything. But if your brain gives up, then there's no point. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it was good. Mental strength. Yeah, yeah, it done me wonders. Give me an idea about what sort of diet. So, you know, any young guys or young girls out there looking to sort of take this professionally, 
Give me, okay, I know you love your food and I've seen some dirty food and dirty gains in there, but tell me if they're taking this you know, professionally and they've been told by their coaches they need yeah. to eat well, give me an idea of sort of a really good, like you're preparing for a fight, yeah, yeah. You know, how long do you need to prepare for and what sort of diet would you go through? Yes, it's funny because I'm not your average guy, man. I will eat, um, I was saying the other day on one of the other podcasts, I'll eat fried chicken and pizza and this, that and the other. And then in the evening, I'll go for a 10K or 15K run. So it's like, <laughs> I will burn it off. People think that, ah, oh, you know, you eat what you want, it's, it's fine. But that's not the case. I mean, even, you know, Floyd Mayover does it. Yeah. He trains at, you know, five in the morning, he trains like six, seven hours a day. So when you see him eating pizza, you think, wow, how can you do it? But you don't realise the work that goes in behind it. If you really do want to get into it seriously though, I would advise um, healthy diet. So don't do anything um, extreme. Okay. Don't stop you know, chocolate completely, don't stop sugars completely. That's what you know, people might expect to hear, but that's not the case. You want to gradually stop things. So if you um, want to get into it, slowly, gradually stop the sugars, slowly, mm-hmm. gradually stop the pastas, slowly, gradually stop the breads. That's the most important thing. And just have a balanced diet. I mean, you want a little bit of protein, you want a little bit of um, uh, carbs. Yeah. yeah. You can get really good carbs now, man. Sweet potato, you get it from the vegetables. Um, and just don't eat too much. Yeah, okay. Just don't eat too much, but just it's mix it quantity, up. Loads it? of greens. Yeah, that's the problem. People eat too, too much. much. I mean, you want to have, sometimes I have six meals a day, but they're just small. It's, it's, small, small. Yeah, small portions. Is that, do you think that works better for you? It's definitely, yeah. definitely for me. I'm always hungry, so I always like to, and snacking is a problem as well. You have to mm. eat proper good food, so good protein, you know, good carbs, good veg. Um, and you will snack less. And nowadays, I mean, wherever you go, you see crisps, wherever you go, chocolate, wherever yeah, you go, this and the other. It's, it's very, very difficult. Um, Listen. But, but also set yourself a goal. I mean, I work great towards goals, big goals and also small goals. Mm-hmm. So within my first week, I might want to have, you know, three portions of veg because I don't eat veg. Uh, during my second week, I want to be able to lose a kilo, for example. Just set yourself small goals that you have and you can aim towards and that really, really does help. Um, if you want to gain weight as well, it's not always about losing weight. Some people want to gain weight. Of course, yeah. You know, double up the portions on the gaining weight, uh-huh. but make sure they're good. I could double up. Yeah, you know, on, <laughs> on the salmon, on the, you know, the vegetables, on the greens, you can eat as much greens as you want. People think, ah, oh, you can eat as much as you want as long as it's good. Or without um, the dressing, obviously. Yeah, without the, the mayonnaise, <laughs> the mayonnaise. Um, but yeah, I mean, and also, you know, now being a vegan is a, is a big thing. Um, and, you know, I'm not a vegan, but I would never tell someone, if it's good for you, do it. Yeah. You know, it, like, like, like anything in life. Um, but definitely, definitely um, advise eating loads of greens, loads of vegetables. Um, and good proteins as well. Like nowadays, don't buy the, the cheap stuff, man. Go go to your local organic farm. Yeah. Um, you know, get some organic meat if you want meat. Get some organic vegetables, some some eggs, and it's worth put, paying the price if you can afford most it. Most definitely, man. If you drive a Ferrari, you're not going to put cheap petrol in there. No, I agree. And no. your body, you only get one body, so you know, put the best stuff in it, and it's an investment in the long term. You know, the, yeah. My wife um, and my father and mother-in-law, they were both chefs, and. You know, I never understood it. I always, back in the day, was just about cheap fast food, noodles, all the good, you know. But it's a long-term investment. I mean, if you spend it now, you won't have to spend it in hospital fees later. 100%, yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. Really invest in your body, put good stuff in it. So some great advice there on on health and nutrition. If, you know, if you guys are looking to get into, you know, to training, to boxing, to Muay Thai, whatever it might be, it's, you know, diet is key and, you know, dedicated to your training. Um, So you've had loads of fights, you've become a world champion. 
Yes. What was that feeling? So, I mean, how many fights did you have to have before you became a world champion? It's funny because back in the day, I think when I did it about 10 to 12 years ago, it's very different to now. Now there's world champions left, right and centre. Everyone's a world champion. Everyone's a fighter. Everyone wants to you know, be a fighter for the Instagram, for this, that and the other. Back in the day, um, we had a ranking system um, and you just kind of had to work your way up in the rankings, uh, make a bit of a fuss. People wanted to come and see you and then the promote, promote or the promotion would, you know, put up this world title because you'd be able to sell tickets. At the end of the day, it's all about the money. Yeah. Um, as as in most sports. So um, I just kind of made a big fuss, man. I, I, I wanted to fight everyone and anyone. I would call everyone out. I was young, you know, like, I just didn't care. Yeah. You know, oh, you're rubbish or you're, yeah, I can beat you and this and the other. And that's, it just caused a hype. Yes. Yeah. And then people wanted to come and see me fight. People mm-hmm. were talking about me, people were posting about me. This was like the rise of Facebook. I was all over Facebook and then I did videos. I was one of the first as well to like, use social media to hype things up. That's cool. Because back in the day, yeah, it was used for a business and stuff like that, but I would, you know, call this person out, call that person out, put my videos on here, put my, I had a massive following. So it was great for promoters. Yeah, absolutely. So I would get great offers. And obviously, you know, being a, a London boy, we had great venues here, so promoters would put on shows and, you know, bring people up from north, you know, pe- bring people from everywhere and I was just fighting. And I won most of the time, um, which annoyed some people. Yeah. So I was like, I was talking rubbish and I was bragging about everything, but I was still winning. <laughs> so it was like, you know, worse. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so people would buy tickets to either watch me win or watch me lose or, yeah. you know, just be there for the, for the hype. That's quite cool. So yeah, that was pretty good. But then again, obviously, as you grow up and you mature and you become a better fighter, you you know want to become humble. And I'm not the same fighter than, that I was back in the day. Yeah. So everything needs to happen at the right time, mm-hmm. which then goes back to you know it's a process. It's, it's something that's ongoing. Oh. Is it? Do you have a passion for fighting? Is it? You know, is it definitely. something that you love? Most definitely. I just love the excitement. The, you know the adrenaline. I just you know all the spotlights on you, the videos, the cameras. Everyone's you know, um, and I'm and I'm an entertainer as well. Some people you know fight boring, very technical. I just love to entertain. You know, you could easily just stand there and play it safe, keep your hands up, do this, do that, and just win on points. That's not what I'm about. No. You know, I just like to entertain, and I think that's what people like to see as well. You, you know, you're coming down, you want to have a good evening, you want to, you, you're buying, you know, paying money to come and see um, a show. You want to make it entertaining. So Agreed. most of the time, I'm in my last fight, I fought Jake Purdy, great guy, but I lost. And But, oh my God, the crowd was amazing. Really? You know, people will remember that fight. It was a proper good fight. So at the end of the day, you know, was I a loser? I mean, not. no, I don't think, no, I don't think, I think anyone that can get into a ring and, you know, love what they do mm. and enjoy what they do is never a loser. Like Definitely. to me, if you yeah. love it, yeah. you're never, just because you lost the fight, doesn't mean you're a loser. Definitely. Um, and, and losing is all part of learning exactly. and being better exactly. and coming back exactly. um, and then coming back with something else. Like exactly. you might have learned from that experience, but now you want to train, like maybe train some kids or whatever, develop some younger guys or younger definitely, fighters. Definitely, so definitely. I don't think losing the fight meets you a loser, 100%. Exactly. I've learned a lot from losing fights, sometimes more than winning. Yeah. You know, I say this all the time. I've had fights that have been very, very quick and I've learned nothing. And I've had fights where they've been an absolute war and I can't walk for a week, mm-hmm. but they've been amazing. And it's all about the ongoing process, learning, bettering myself, bettering my skill, um, you know, building more resilience and, and discipline within myself. And I'm a better person for it. That's the most important thing. Keeps you humble. 
Definitely, most definitely. And this is, you know, because you are, you come across extremely humble. And you know, for Thank someone you. that's been a world champion and you've had the success and you've had it all, you. you know, what's really nice is that you're still a really humble, you're a family man. You know, I heard you on the phone earlier on about yeah. making sure your daughter's got her, her little chocolate <laughs> egg. You know, like that's really nice to see. But you yeah. still turn up in a gold Rolls Royce. Uh, you know? uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Because I'm an entertainer. I like yeah, it. This is that's it. Cool, so yeah. you know, people people might misinterpret that and be like, well. Oh, he's a show-off. Mm. But they're the haters. And they have. For years and years and years and years, they have. Um, but the minute they meet me, it changes. Yeah. I've had loads of problems with people. Yeah, he's this, he's that. He thinks he's a man, blah, blah, blah. But then they meet me and they're like, yo, he's actually a cool guy. Yeah. It's all, of, you know, it's all like, you know, smoky uh, mirrors. It's, yeah, that's it. That's the, and that's, but that's part of it. I'm, I'm in the entertainment business, so I like to entertain. You know, I want to wear the gold Rolex. I want to wear, come in the gold Rolls Royce. It's just part of it. But, but I'm a different person outside. That's yeah. like my job. It's theatre. You know, exactly. It's entertainment. Exactly, yeah. It's so, good fun. Uh, definitely. That's definitely. all it's all about. Yeah, it's not, then, you know, it's not about having, you know, is it about money? I mean, um, I mean, no, no. It was. At one point, you know, you chase the money, you chase the money, you chase the money. You know, I fought in Vegas. I've got good paydays, this and the other. But then um, it goes down to the feeling. It's how you feel inside. It's how you make people feel because you never forget that feeling. I mean, people, you know, might remember, you know, the the the, the gold stuff and, and all the cool stuff, but how you made them feel mm. ultimately is, you know, unforgettable. Yeah. And how Muay Thai martial arts make me feel, I will never be able to forget. And the reason why I do so much work with um, people that have nothing to give me, I've got no nothing to gain from working with them. It's just because I want to pass that feeling on to them. It has done like amazing things to me. I can't even explain it to you. Like. It's got me out of trouble. It's give, given me a job, you know. I've met my wife through it. I've got kids, you know, through, through Muay Thai. It's, it's amazing. I've, I've, I work at my school that I went to. Yeah. So that kind of feeling of what it's done to me, it can do to so many more people. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm about. I'm about, you know, giving that on. It's so much more than money, isn't it? Way more than money, way more than There's only so much you can do with money. And the thing is, you know, sometimes you see at some of the people that have all the money in the world. And what do they do, man? They end up spending it all in Gucci and buying fancy cars and the other, and they have no substance. It's all fake. Exactly. Like, it, it, I've met some of these people and it's, it's, it's not a not big deal. It's all for show. Mm. And when they go home, and it's, it's something, because, you know, it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, and it, it's true, like you see these guys and they're putting up their pictures of their Rolls Royce and their Phantoms or whatever, and you, you look behind the scenes and they're actually really unhappy in their lives because all they've got is to buy stuff to make, you know, to get that instant reaction. Most definitely, most definitely. Talk about, you know, Mental Health Week, you know. Um, look at Tyson Fury, an amazing mm -hmm. athlete. Yeah, He's 100%. done amazing things, you know, and I wasn't a big fan back in the day for the same yeah. reason as people weren't fans of me because yeah. I just thought he talked rubbish, he done this, that and the other, but look at him. I mean, he has it all. He went through major, major depression and, you know, he, he was suicidal. Yep. And, you know, to like, you know, I've been on some great highs and also some great lows, man. I, I mean, I went through depression not too long ago and it was really, 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 really dark. But, you know, to have people like that to relate to and he opened up to the world. Yeah. You know, he has, he opened up to everything and he was, you know, he was Takes a heart. big heart, man. Big heart. And he helped me get through some, some difficult times, you know. Tell me about the dark place. Um, obviously, uh, if you know me, I like to keep my family life separate. You know, my social media and like is literally just, just work, yeah. which is, you know, being an athlete and stuff. Um, I obviously work for the fire service. Um, it's not an easy service. You know, you get to see some crazy stuff. You get to do some crazy stuff. But um, ultimately, it's very rewarding because you get to help people. True hero. Yes. And True obviously, hero. yeah. So I went through a great stage in my life where I was competing and fighting all the time. I was doing big things, man. I was fighting all over the world. I then got married, had a child, 
Um, you know, did everything very early. I got married very young, had a kid very young. How old were you? Um, so my daughter is going to be four in August. And we got married before that. So, you know, five, five six years ago. Um, 21, I was 21, 22. You know, most people are just getting in their prime. Yeah, true. For me to, you know, start my own family, get married, this and the other. So I then obviously went from one lifestyle to another lifestyle. Mm. You know, I had to stop everything. I focused on myself, my family, my wife. Um, I started a few businesses. So, you know, there was no release. Um, I just didn't have any any form of release, you know. I just was focusing on London, man. It's expensive. Yeah, it is. You, you got to, you know, you got to provide. And especially me, I'm, I'm quite old school when it comes to providing stuff. I want to be able to give my wife, my family a better life than I had. Um, so, yeah, I had no release. Uh, stopped fighting for a couple of years and it just got a bit much. Yeah. Uh, got a bit much. So, yeah, got a bit depressed and, you know, it just... How'd you get out of it? Um, how did I get out of it? You know, to be honest with you, my family did amazing helping me. Um, did you ask for help? Um, at the beginning, no. Um, mm. And then as it got worse, I kind of um, went in and reflected. Mm. So what did I do that used to make me happy? Why am I on this earth? Um, um, you know, religion came into it as well. I remembered, you know, um, God and stuff. And it, it just, it kind of, um, it was a very good reflective like period to me because it was all about me like I'm the one that's unhappy yeah. and you are what you attract so then I started attracting negativity and then I just you know went back to the basics you can never be good at the basics when it comes to Muay Thai when it comes to being an athlete or even in life and life is the biggest fight people don't prepare for that fight and it's very hard when you go to school they don't prepare you for depression they don't pre prepare you for people dying they don't prepare you for you know uh, when you lose all your money they don't prepare you for all of that kind of stuff 100% so, so yeah, I mean, um, yeah, and slowly, slowly got, you know, people like Tyson Fury, uh, people like, you know, my wife, my family, um, they helped me they helped me get out of it. But ultimately, it's down to you. People, yeah, can tell you. people can tell you to do this, that and the other, but if you don't want to, or if you don't believe, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to get back to the nitty and gritty of, you know, what work you do for charity, you know, you, you help guys um, in the schools. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so I went, I do some work with my squad, do some mentoring, um, just, you know, help people, kids that were like me, you know, maybe didn't have a role model, maybe have some issues at home and just help them channel that, um, you know, we do sessions like Muay Thai sessions, Thai fit sessions, um, and just basically give them someone to talk to, you know, growing up, I didn't, there was no Anthony Joshua, you know? <laughs> there was no one really to look up to. And, Mike Tyson? Uh, yeah. He was, was a, brisk. a bit of a beast, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he was a beast. Know, he wasn't too good with his words up until no, recently. Um, so yeah, it's, it's you know just help trying to give back as much as I can. I, at the beginning of the year, um, Human Care Syria, I did a um, half marathon for them. Mm -hmm. You know, we raised quite quite a bit of money for them. Um, and anything that comes up to do with you know giving back um, and helping, I will definitely be on board with it. Absolutely anything. You know, from giving free sessions to you know giving money to giving whatever it is. You know, like we were talking about earlier. You know, you don't. I've never heard of anyone becoming poor from giving to charity. So, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, at our gym, um, we give Thai fit sessions um, for free, you know, for single mothers or for kids that might get bullied or, you know, we're all about giving. That's amazing. Whereabouts is your gym? Uh, in Hornsey. Hornsey. So, yeah, Hornsey by the train station. Mm -hmm. um, we have a gym there and, you know, feel free to give me a shout if you're interested in sessions or if, you know, if you want to you wanna chat about anything, you know, I'll definitely make myself available. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. So, going back to childhood, you had a... Your, your, your dream, your dream job at the time was an F1 driver. Yes, definitely. Who, who, who was the driver at the time? Definitely, I have no idea. Only recently, 
Only recently am I properly watching, you know, F1. Football, yeah. yeah, before it was just like, oh, fast cars, big money, <laughs> you know, exciting, was, big crashes, and, and that's what it was about. No, fair enough. Yeah, I love Formula One. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so going back to childhood, you wanted to be an F1 driver. It didn't happen, you became a fighter. Um, but I know that Mike Tyson was, you know... Definitely one of my inspirations. Yeah. Definitely. He was a beast. I mean, and again, it's the... It's the flip side. So when he's in the ring, absolute monster. Yeah. You know, outside the ring, you, you, you know, you can't even, you know, put a sentence together. No, it's true. You can't relate. To, I can't relate to him out of the ring. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing. And and that's exactly what's so amazing about life is that you know, it teaches you to never judge a book by its cover. Yeah. And it teaches you that you know, life isn't what what everyone says. You know, especially now with the rise of social media, it's that and the other. You look at people's. Social media, you think, wow, man, they are living a life. Everything is so perfect. <laughs> Little do you know, yeah. you know, they're depressed. They mm-hmm. go out every night drinking just yeah. to, to get away from things. And, you know, so it's just, it's good. It's, it's a good wake-up call, man. It helps uh, mature you. It helps mature you. And, it you does. Know, mm. So do you used to judge people? Because I know I did. Definitely, definitely. I was always be judging kid, people. Yeah. But it's, it's different. My judgment, I think, was different. It was like, oh, can I beat him in a fight? Or, <laughs> it, but, you know, well. like, we're, we're honest. We're being honest. It's like, oh, but can I beat him in a fight? Can I beat him in a race? It was very, very, you know, I'm a very, very competitive, competitive person. person. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, it was never very, it's, you know, never malicious or never anything like that. It was just like, you know, oh, it's, can I do this? Can I do that? And it was more testing myself. I wanted to find out who I was. And this is the thing. School doesn't prepare you for that. School teaches you, you know, everything under the sun except for preparing you for life. It doesn't teach you how to find about who you are, mm. about, you know, creating support systems that if, you know, stuff goes yeah. south, you know, how do you deal with it? 100%. If you are depressed, how do you deal with it? If your mum and dad are, you know, alcoholics, how do you deal with or it? Or die. You, yeah. yeah, or die. Or if your dad walks out, how do you deal with it? And that is what I um, want to teach and inspire because at the end of the day, and I say this all the time, you, you guys are probably sick of hearing it, is um, everyone's a fighter. We just fight for different things. Yes, and life is the biggest fight. And so, if you're not fighting, you should be fighting. Definitely, definitely. Like, but you will, I mean, I, I will want to meet the person that's not fighting, whether it be, you know, for family, for, for life, for education, for this, that and the other. I've seen it. Yeah, you I, have to. No, but I've seen it. I've seen people that don't want to fight. I've seen, they don't want to, yeah, just, yeah. They, It looks like they ju- have just given been, up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't blame them. I blame, I blame the people around them by, by, give, by not showing them that everything is achievable. The same thing um, happens in, in the fitness world, you know. Some people come and they're, you know, badly, badly overweight and obese. And you speak to them and you get to know the root of the problem and it's nothing to do with them. It's their parents. Yeah. You know, they would give them, you know, snacks left, right and centre and their parents were lazy and they was, you know, giving them the cheapest thing and the easiest thing and you think, wow, look at what what they've become. Mm. So a lot of it is, you know, it's not down to the person, but then... You know, you have to take responsibility for for certain things. And at a certain point of life, you do have to take your own yeah, responsibility yeah, and think this this isn't right. It needs to change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But and that's when the fight starts. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, it really does because then you're like, right. So I've I've lost X amount of years. I need to make up for it. Um, and you are, and you know, people do discover themselves and find themselves. And people think it's going to be too late, but it's never too late. Never, never, never. never. So how old are you now? You're 26, 27, 27. 27. Yeah. What's next? Um, so, You've conquered, you know, you've been a world champion, UK champion, yeah. fight of the year. Had, yeah, had my comeback the other day, you know, got ring rust out of the way. So I am very, very interested and excited in doing loads more fights. I want to become very active, uh, become number one in the UK and then aim to be number one in the world. But um, more importantly, like my dreams and aspirations over the next few years is to um, open a youth centre. 
Wow, okay. I want to open a youth centre um, that's free for the local community, mm -hmm. um, free for all the Londoners. Um, and, you know, it's just something that... Uh, that's my phone. Is that going to ruin it? Is it your phone? Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't matter. So, I can um, say anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, if that's my wife, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I want to open a youth centre. Yeah. Free for the local community. For what's going to be all the, the Londoners. Centre? So, this youth centre will have everything. I want there to be a barbershop. Um, a gym space, you know, a place where you can get healthy food, um, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, all of that kind of good stuff. Just mm -hmm. somewhere that I would have loved to go to yeah. as, a, as a kid. Because nowadays, where are the youth clubs, man? You know, I, growing up, I went to, I think, one. And after a few months, they shut it down. Wow. They didn't have enough funding. And I just want there to be a good place, not only where people can have fun, but also to help educate people about life. Yeah. You know, the healthy food choices, you know, how to make money, how to invest money, how to get yourself into a better shape, mm. to work on the mental side of things. Um, yeah, so I would love to have like a hub somewhere in London, you know, for Londoners to be able to come and, you know, just have a good time and learn about themselves, have a good time, because we don't invest enough in, you know, the younger generations. We don't. You know, and 100%. I'm thinking about my kids and my kids' kids. I yeah. want their speed some of that, oh, look, look what daddy done. Or, you know, it's, it's a movement. It's not just, um, yeah, so I'd love, I'd love, you know, that's, that's my dream, that's my aspiration. And through fighting and competing, I can reach, you know, millions of people all over the world. Yeah, of course you can. So I want to use that now to be able to, you know, positively influence people. Yeah. And, and at the same time, you know, like I said to you earlier, it's all about feeling. It makes me feel good. It makes people around me feel good and ins and inspired. And you know, it's 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 amazing. There's nothing. That it's sort of like a, a selfish act in an unselfish way. I keep saying this. Like it, it, it's a selfish thing to do because you're doing it for yourself. Yes. But it's unselfish but because like, you're. I say this all the time. If I'm not in a good place, yeah. Then how can I help people around me? True, you can't. And when I was depressed and when I was, you know, at the darkest place, I just wasn't good for no one. And that made me realize that. If I want to help people, if I want to be good, I have to first focus on myself. Yeah. Go within, change what's in here, make myself a better person, and then I can help all of those around me. Um, and that's what I, I'm doing through fighting. So I'm getting fit. Um, then, you know, showing people that it is possible no matter what, whether you've got family, a business, whether you're overweight, no matter what it is, you are able to do it. Get myself fit, get in the ring, step in the ring, you know, inspire those around me I sell hundreds of tickets so people just come and they just love it they love the atmosphere they love to see you know and they realize how hard it is yeah um and then through that you know then go back to you know the bigger my fan base gets the the better I am able to do what's it like getting smacked in the face uh it hurts a little bit no nah, not really um you know as you can see I've got two black eyes it's it's cool man it's... you're still quite a, you know you're a pretty boy you have yeah. you know oh, thank you man yeah, you're my thank Look. you you know, how, you know, what's it like when I'm in I there? I don't like getting smacked. Yeah, I mean, when I'm in there, the adrenaline's, you know, rushing through and, you know, you don't feel much. The next day, you feel a lot and you might be limping. <laughs> but when you're in there, you're just so focused. Yeah. You know, you've been training for, you know, 10, 12, 15 weeks, whatever it is, and you're just so focused on the end result um, that, you know, sometimes it hurts, sometimes it doesn't, but, you know, that's life. So I've watched a few of your fights online mm -hmm. and I've noticed that when it, you tend to retaliate when someone's hit you. Yeah. You like, okay, so I, I see some boxers, they tend to sort of go first and try and hit their yeah, opponent. Yeah, yeah. But I've noticed with you is that you retaliate. I'm a counterfire. You are a counterfire. I'm a counterfire, yeah. So, um, but then again, that's, that's what makes it so exciting because um, I like to, it's weird, even like everyone, even as a firefighter, man, you, you, you're going into work, I, you don't know what to expect. Yeah. And that's what I love. 
I love the fact that, you know, oh, I don't know what, what's going to happen today. Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? And then when I step in the ring, it's like, oh, what are they going to do? Are they going to throw a jab? Is it going to be a kick? Is it going to be a head kick? And I have to react straight away. Yeah. And one of, I would say, um, you know, the best things about me is I am able to adapt as the rounds goes on, even, you know, with my last fight, with all my fights. As the rounds go on, I get better. I adapt. I change timing. I change movement. I do this. I do that. And I believe, you know, that's what... It's so good because you don't know what, what to expect. People, when they watch me, they don't know. Am I going to use my hands? Am I going to use my legs? Am I going to clinch? Elbow, yeah. spinning back stuff, you know, you, jumping techniques. You, they just don't know what to expect. And that's just a part of who I am. And I think when you step in the ring, you know, your personality just, you know, it just flourishes and you do kind of, you go with the flow. No matter, even if you had like a, if you had a plan, yeah. you know, sometimes you step in there and it won't. Doesn't it won't work. Happen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what's the, and is there, do you ever have a, because you can't set for a plan B in a fight, can you? Um, uh, it depends. I mean, you know, I go in there. Um, I used to have plan A, B, C, loads of different plans. But sometimes <laughs> you go in there and it don't, nothing happens. No. Um, and sometimes you go in there and, you know, they do go according to plan. But, you know, for me, it's all about adapting, learning, becoming better. Like, I've got a great team around me. I go into that corner, you know, and I've got a routine, you know, three, four deep breaths. And then I'll have a chat with my coach. I'll say, yo, Lewis or yo, Chris. Um, this is what I think went well, this is what I think didn't go well. I will chat like people. What do they tell you? So you go sit in your corner, what, what do they say to you? So my team, we go through good, bad, and what to do next. Okay. So for example, your jab was working amazing. Mm -hmm. Let's use that a little bit more. You're a little bit slower with the blocks, try and block and encounter with this. Okay. Very, very simple, very, okay. very soft. Um, but a lot of it is just, you know, get the recovery in, get your water in you, um, and just like maybe two to three points, and then that's what you do. That's it. Very, very simple. Have you broken your nose? Uh, I haven't. It wow. bleeds, but I haven't broken it. It bleeds? Mm. Yeah. But you haven't broken it? No. That's amazing. I'm quite, like, I don't get hit a lot, man. Have you been knocked out before? I have. I have. I've been oh. knocked out uh, <laughs> maybe once or twice. They're easy, man. I mean, you just wake up and you think, oh, you don't even hurt. But you, did you get, were you still in the ring? Like, did it, was, was, it, was that? So it's just black, black, blacks out. It's like fainting. So with knockouts, it's, it's not that much of a, don't let, Fear get in the way, man. Be led by your dreams. You wow, that's you know, strong. That's the thing, you know, you think like, oh, you know, what if I get knocked out? What if this happens? It doesn't matter, man. Don't think about that. No. I never once my whole life ever think about that. I never even like give 1% of energy towards that. It's all about winning. It's all about doing my best and this and the other. If the other stuff happens, cool. That's when we learn and that's when we have to change and adapt. But never once have I thought about losing. Never. Or getting knocked out. It just happens. It's just part of the story. That's Even, mental. Yeah, like going back to my last fight, you know, it's my comeback fight um, and I lost, but it's just part of the story. It's, oh, a bit of a cliffhanger now. Oh, people are very, very excited to see the next fight. Anyway, it's all about learning and, you know, moving forward towards your end goal. So what does scare somebody that's not scared about getting into a ring with another man? I can't relate to people who are scared. I really it's crazy. can't. crazy. And that is not just, that is, it's just difficult for me because I will, whatever it is, man, I would just, I just want to do it. I just want to get my hands dirty. I want to work. I want to, I, I don't know. I, I really can't relate to people. And I feel like people, I think it's a mindset. It know? is a mindset. It's a mindset. Just, you know. Just, just do it. it. Yeah, just do it. I, I've Nike, got, Nike, I've got, just do just it. Just do it. I've got two things up there. One that says action, one that says hustler. Yes. And I'm a, I'm a man that believes in just getting stuff done. Yes. Like, don't Wait. mess about. Just just do it. And people that talk, 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 mm. talk, 
just get on with it. Which is why you're a successful person, man. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you and, like, you know, to find like-minded people like yourself out there. It's, it's very refreshing. Do you know what it is? It's, it, people said to me, Nathan, what's this all about? And genuinely, it's just about helping people. Amazing. This is not for me. Amazing. I don't feel comfortable sitting in front of a camera. I don't feel comfortable putting a mic on. And I don't feel comfortable asking people questions. Mm. But, do you know what? It's not, it's genuinely, it's not for me. It's for people. So when you talk about setting up the youth, you know, the, the youth. youth club or yeah. whatever it might be, you know, this youth academy. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you know, we want to talk, start the Nathan K Foundation. Amazing. So maybe there's a way we can collaborate there Amazing. and get stuff going. Definitely. There's no one I'd rather work with. You don't have to say yeah. that. No, nah, honestly. Go back to food quickly. Yes. And going, I know we keep changing subjects, but yeah. I want to go back to food. Yeah. Tell me about this burger. Yes, so I work with, um, obviously I'm a foodie. I love food. Um, which is probably why I train so much. Yeah, just so I can eat that extra burger or two. Is it is that what you do, really? Uh, you train well, harder to eat? Nah, not really. I mean, it's, it's a good way to think of it. I mean, you know, we, as human beings, um, like to set, um, you know, boundaries. Yeah. But for me, I don't feel like there is boundaries. You know, people, oh, if you want to become an athlete, you have to eat clean, you have to do this. What works for me, might not work for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether it's a diet, training system, food, this and the other. For me, I like to enjoy myself. You know, you, you don't spend enough time enjoying yourself. Everyone's all about work, 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 rush, rush, rush. So I like to enjoy my food. And that sometimes makes me train harder. I think, I believe in that. Because yeah. I, I remember when I was young enough and fit enough, I would train a couple of days, a couple of three, four days a week mm -hmm. and I'd play a couple of games a week, but I'd eat everything. And people say to me, how can you eat all of that stuff and not put any weight? Because I train so much. Exactly, train it much. is true. Yeah. And, and being a fighter is difficult, man. Twice a day, every day sometimes. We well, train twice a twice day? Twice a day, every day. What is that all about? So what do you train in the morning, train in the evening? Yeah, definitely. So I'm, uh, I'm blessed, you know, we have a gym and I have a great um, team around me. So my wife, she's my SNC coach. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, I can get in chef and conditioning session anytime I want. Um, when she's in a good mood. Um, but yeah, and I've got, you know, my, my trainers, they kind of work around my schedule. So if I'm working, we won't do sessions if I am, not blah, blah, blah. In the morning, first thing, whether it be 6 a.m., 5 a.m., whatever it is, um, you do uh, an hour or two uh, in the morning. And then in the evening, you'll do a session. Obviously, when I'm off, I might do a session in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, it's all about adapting and changing it. Like, not every week has to be the same. Some weeks, you know, you might do two morning sessions and no, nothing in the evening. Wow. Um, it's just about getting the hours in, like anything, man. You, you will never get good at it until you do it uh, for thousands and thousands of hours. Is, do you have a, so you do a lot, you do boxing as well, don't you? So it's not just Muay Thai, you do boxing as well. This weight thing, so as a, one guy asked a question about the weight. And they wear, you know, sometimes I've seen them wear like plastic bags or like... To lose weight. Yeah, yeah, bin bags, yeah. That's, that's just war attention, though. Uh, yes, yeah, so with weight loss, um, fighters don't usually... They're getting a lot better now mm -hmm. um, because there's been a few instances where fighters have died through, you know, uh, crazy dehydration and, wow. you know, losing um, too much weight too quickly. Um, when it comes to weight, give yourself time. Don't lose it all very, very quickly. Um, give yourself time. So if you've got you know, 13, 14 weeks, lose it slowly and gradually. So at the end, if you do have a little bit of water, you can just get rid of maybe one kilo of water and then, you know, put it back on as soon as you drink. Yeah. Um, but some people, you know, I know some people lose seven kilos, eight kilos a day before a fight. That's ridiculous. Oh, wow. How can at, they go into that fight? At the end of the day, because they want no size advantage. At the end of the day, nothing matters more than health. Not money, not winning, not belt, nothing. Your main priority in life should be your health. Yeah. If you have that in the back of your mind, you always um, 
you know, make decisions um, in, in accordance to that. Has that become more apparent as you got older? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. As I've got more older, but also, you know, my lifestyle's changed. I eat healthier um, in general. Um, I train smarter rather than harder. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, I would do loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of training and then maybe not eat as well or not get enough rest. So what's the point? Yeah, okay. You know, rest is as important as training. Um, you know, we'll just give yourself time. A lot of people want to do so many things in such a short, yeah. um, short amount of time. So just give, it, give yourself extra time. So don't rush. Don't rush. Yeah. Don't rush. Take yeah. your time. Yeah, definitely. 100%. I agree with that. Like, yeah, yeah. I see two people rushing, rushing, rushing. Especially, and if, it, if it's going to be detriment to your health, then don't do it. Don't do it. No matter how bad you want it, it's not going to be worth it. How do you keep... What takes you? So, what keeps you happy outside of fighting? Because obviously, fighting is your passion. Eating. Yes, you have a family, and <laughs> is it just eating? Like, like there's loads of things, man. Like, you know, I, I um, I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to specific things as well. Like, you know, um, motivation. You know, um, when it comes to anything to do with sports, you know, athletes, brands. You know, I'm a big you know fan of like sports brands and stuff like that. So, I do a lot of studying. I went to uni, believe it or not. Well, you know, I've got a business psychology degree, so. You know, I can be a geek. I like I like reading. Um, I like you know. I'm I'm quite focused when it comes to the religion as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like to to better myself by reading, loads and loads and loads of reading. How do you found? Uh, how do you found that? Have you found that? How have you found that religion has helped you? Uh, most definitely. I mean, listen, like you know, all of the knowledge that I get from from religion is is phenomenal. I mean, like you know, just some of the way some of these scholars talk and, you know, some of their experiences and, and some of the stuff that has, you know, happened in the Quran and it's, it's absolutely, you know, phenomenal. Um, I just find that anything that you do to better yourself is, you know, for you to do it. So me learning from other people's experiences is only going to be good for me. And it's, yeah. I want to be able to pass that on to my, you know, my kids, my family, and the other. So um, I'm... I do it for myself as well. It's a very selfish thing. Like, I don't believe in, you know, you should do this, you should become this. Oh, this is amazing. You know, a lot of these people, they do that when it comes to religion. Preach, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just about me. You know, it's all about me. I will show you through my actions. Yeah. That's what I'm about. So, yeah, I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of eating. Um, business is a big thing for me. Yeah, business, um, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've, I've started up a couple of businesses. It's, it's amazing. I like to learn about, um, you know, how to make something from nothing, nothing into something yeah so it's pretty cool and it also allows me to meet great people like yourself networking you know i've met some amazing people all over the world through you know business through fighting through stuff like that what's what was the reason for starting a business for yourself because um, i wanted to prove to myself that i could do it yeah and obviously um it's mine it's my baby it's something that i can give yeah to my family to my kids and the other you know i can't you can't do that with many other things there's only so you know many things you can buy for your daughter but when she's you know 18, 19 and wants to do her own thing or you say, you know, this is what I've done and, you know, you can become a part of that and it's, it's yours, you know yeah, I mean? true. There's, there's nothing, there's no better feeling than that. I like the fact that you said I've done it for me. Mm. Like, because, I, and I don't mean that in a bad way, like, I love the fact that people start businesses because they want to impress somebody Money. or they want to do it for, they do it yeah. for the wrong reasons. They mm-hmm. don't do it because they want to have something for themselves, um, it makes them happy, mm-hmm. um, whatever it makes, it gives them something back, you know, it gives, like, not a legacy, but it gives something to your children to pass on to, That's to different. say, look, I want to give you a good future. Um, and and it, I, will, it will teach them as well. It's very educational. They have to raise their game to run that business. They have to do, you know, there's only so much money you can give them. You can leave a house for them. This and the other. You do not know what they're going to do with that money. Imagine they spend it on all the wrong things. Now, giving them a business or giving them something like that, it will teach them to better themselves. They have to better themselves. Otherwise, they will not be able to run it. No, so, it's true. you know, it's, like I said to you again, it's an ongoing thing. 
Never stops. Never stops. Never. So the fights, the next fight, you're gonna have you got one planned? Or? Uh, so I'm waiting. So I want to be active this year. So hopefully um, end of July, you know, get Ramadan out of the way. This is, you know, a very spiritual month for me. So focus on, on other things. Um, and then uh, end of July, maybe uh, get back in there. And so are you training whilst you're fasting? Yes, I am. Not as much. Obviously, yeah. I'm taking a bit of time to spend with my family. Um, um, but I definitely am training. I mean, I used to train all the time during Ramadan. It's amazing. Amazing for your, you know, for your discipline. I mean, you know, no food, no drink. And to be able to train and still be able to think straight and push your body to limit, it's, it's amazing. It's fun. It does, you know, phenomenal things to your body and your mental state. It is. It's, it, it is. It, well, it shows mental strength to be able to do that because that is, you know, that is really disciplined. That's what it's about. And especially in the summers here because they're so long. Mm. Like it's fine if you go to the Middle East, like where my family are from. They're fasting now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wake up at seven and yeah, then you know, yeah, yeah. they're eating by six o'clock. But yeah, it's like I'm. I'm also. You have to be busy, man. There's no point. What's the point of doing it if you're just going to be in bed all day? You have to work, do your normal stuff, you know. But it's, it reminds you of all the other people. We are very, very blessed. Yeah, we you are. Know, we have so much going for us. You know, look at the people that don't have food, don't have drink, don't have that. It reminds you about them, and it, you know, you, you count your blessings, and you know, it's, it makes you a much better person. If you, you know, you're thinking about um, one, if you want to lose weight, if you want to become a better person, you know, fasting is a great thing, even if it's half a day. Yeah, it is amazing. It you know takes you to places you never thought it was possible mentally as yeah, well, yeah, doesn't it? Course, yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe I do believe in in fasting. I do believe that everyone should try it at least once, if it's just for you know to get fit not for yeah, yeah, you know not course, for religious yeah, reasons yeah. um i tried fasting once and i i failed yeah, i've got no self-discipline we'll get you like, back on it we'll it's it. it's so hard yeah, so it. if if someone can be bigger than me and do it and tell me about it i want to hear about your story about fasting um so yeah so you're fasting until july then you're going to try and june. Uh, yeah, oh june. june and then yeah so july I'll, I'll hopefully try and get something in maybe eight weeks or ten weeks or whatever it is is there a chance i could get you down into my studio and we can can you teach me most definitely a few things? Yes, I'd love to. Um, Mo, Mo Salah. Ah! No, Sal, it's been an absolute yeah. pleasure. I had to get that in there because yeah. I've been joking with him all the time. I started the, I started the video and I said, <laughs> Mo. He's like, Mo, Mo. I was like, I'm a Liverpool supporter. I like Mo. Yeah. Salah Khalifa is the one and only world champion. Thank he you. is, you know, thank you very a much. Massive inspiration to me. I love these belts. I'm probably going to keep one of these for the collection. Um, but if you guys have got any questions for Sal, please let me know. His details are below. Follow him on Instagram. Follow him in on where, Facebook. Wherever Facebook. You on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, Twitter. Every bit of social media, man. Salah Beast. Mostly. Most yeah. Mo Beast. Most Salah Beast. Most yeah. uh, Follow Sal. Uh, great inspiration. Extremely humble. Grateful as well. Look, we want to try and get up the this the, the youth academy. Um, we'll try and work on a collaboration. But look, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you today. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you again. Very much. Pleasure, Thank man. you. Pleasure. Cheers. Thank you.